Hey guys, welcome to F1 in the Sun with your hosts, McKenna, Joe, and Zach. Welcome back to another episode. I am Zach, your host, and I want to introduce our host that is returning. Hi. She took a two-episode hiatus. Listen, life gets in the way, man. I've been busy. I've had things to do. Lots of things to do. It's been a lot. But I'm happy to be back. At least you're back. Yeah. Yep. These two did an amazing job while I was gone. Not that I do much here anyway, but they did a fantastic job. Well, and you are just in time for the Austrian Grand Prix. Yes, uh, qualifying was today. Yep, and if you just started watching F1 and you're like, why is every other qualifying on a Saturday and today's on a Friday? That is because it is sprint weekend. Um, essentially, they do a mini race. On the uh, Saturday? On the Saturday, just... Now, this year, it's pretty much just for extra points. Yeah. Just so Max can get a bigger lead. Yes. Is just um, the point. And for people who quite don't understand the sprints, I know McKenna doesn't fully understand it. No. Um, basically, I'll take last year for an example. Um, sprint race weekend was you do your qualifying, and then you have the sprint race. And that sprint race would essentially be like, Q4, you know, so you have Q1, Q2, Q3 in qualifying, and then sprint race is essentially Q4 with points. Um, so that sprint race would affect your starting position come race day. Okay, so then why do they have another qualifying then tomorrow if they already have a sprint race? Because from my understanding, Pirelli said they don't have as much tires, like they don't have enough tires to cover that format anymore. So what they did is they added an extra qualifying. Arguably, they could use... <laughs> yes, that face makes sense, McKenna. Yeah. yeah. More tires. Um, yeah. So does the second qualifying have anything to do with, like... The race? The race. No. Okay. It is strictly for the sprint. Okay, so it seems like, to me, just a big waste of time. It's turned... Exactly. It, it's turned into extra points for Max. It's almost... It's, it's, like, it's like you're playing... Um, I'm a basketball fan, so it's like you're playing NBA My Career, and you got side quests. The sprint race is essentially just a side quest now. That's proposal here. Bring the F2 format into F1. Reverse the top 10 on the grid from the sprint race, or to the sprint race. Bingo. Yeah. That, I think, would give some epic racing, and maybe, maybe, Max wouldn't win. I was going to say, Max is going to win it regardless. Hey, we can hope for like Alonzo or something. <laughs> no, because Alonzo would be down there with him. Uh, Unless you're looking at this weekend, which we're about to get into. Um, so yeah, qualifying was today. Um, P1, not a surprise. Nope, Max Verstappen. Max Verstappen, you know, in the Red Bull, at the Red Bull ring. Um, P2 and 3, though. Yeah, Leclerc and P2. It was... Uh... And then signs in P3. They did good this weekend so far. Mm-hmm. Knock on wood. You know, I, I'm really <laughs> hoping they can keep this this going. Um, Ferrari figured it out. Maybe that they're starting to come back. I mean, it is upgrade season. That's true. Yeah. So usually you do see some performance. However, looking at stats from last year, 
Leclerc did win. So I think he has a little, well, between him and Max, they both have a little bit of an edge because they both won on this track. Leclerc won last year and then Max won in 2021. But if we do look back at last year, it is the exact same top three position grid as last year. So, yeah, Max in first, uh, Leclerc in second, and Carlos Sainz in third. So maybe, maybe we'll get a Ferrari win tomorrow. What I'm hearing is we should expect Carlos Sainz's car to blow up and then watch it roll backwards. Correct. (laughs) Um, And we're hoping that this is the best chance of Red Bull losing. Yeah. And this is coming from me, a Red Bull racing fan, the races are kind of getting boring. Yeah, I agree. Like, all of the races this season, I'm so sorry, but I'm so sick of hearing the Dutch National Anthem and the Red Bull Anthem. It, I'm tired of it. Let's, uh, let's have somebody else come in. Let's spice it up a bit. I'll, I'll never get tired of hearing the Dutch Anthem. That's where my ancestors are from. I'm with McKenna on this one. It's it's getting it's, a bit it's too like far It's like a Canadian getting tired of hearing the Canadian National Anthem. It's not going to happen. Yeah, but fans got sick and tired <clears throat> of hearing Lewis Hamilton, the, the UK National Anthem, every time he won. And even Christian said he's sick of it. He does not want to hear it. So now we're all in Christian's position where we no longer want to hear Max's and the Red Bull's anthems. So... Now, for the constructors, that does bring me back to a point I raised, I believe, a few episodes ago, of changing the winning constructor team. Yeah, so, for the podium. On the podium. So, yeah. you know, because we're always getting at least two Red Bull people up there. Yeah. Max and whoever they send to represent the team. Yeah. Sometimes we get three. Sometimes Checo likes to show up. Yeah. You know, just, maybe, just, but... just remind us that he's still, you know, there. there. Um, but yeah, let's take Canada, for example, again, you know, um, Ferrari would have won the constructors. Yep. They would have got the most points. Right. So change that. Don't make it just the winning drivers, the winning constructor. Yeah. Because I think that would bring a level of competitiveness. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying that there's not competitiveness right now, but let's say, you know, let's say it's Mercedes, Mercedes, and P5, P6, and Ferrari, Ferrari, P7, P8, right? So now five, six, seven, eight are two teams. There's just going to be like that extra motivation to pass. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Right? I'd argue that not that most drivers need it. No. But it would definitely be a well, nice change and it's good to see someone else on the podium up there. Yeah. Right? We might, Even if it's just for constructors. We might hear a Mercedes national anthem soon. If they were to change it, we could even hear an Aston Martin or a Ferrari. We wouldn't be hearing a Red Bull anytime soon because I don't know who who replaced Checo in the car, but yeah, he Checoed out. And I mean, looking at this, you know, today's qualifying, he just uh, he didn't know where the white Uh, line was. Listen, a lot of them didn't know where that white line was. Forty-seven track limits. Not just on Checo, by the way. That's everyone. But yeah, yeah. Che- che- <laughs> yeah, Checo didn't che- get 47. Checo's probably about four or five of them. I know I, the every hot lap he did canceled out. And I think I believe he did three in Q2. Q2. I think so, yeah. Three or four. And he did have one. Same with Max. Max had two or three 
um, deleted for track limits. But then the next next time he went out, I do like it. He kept very, very tight to the course. You know, nowhere near the limits. And, and he still got P1 easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, listening to his radio message pulling in, he's like, yeah, not bad. Like, the dude's getting bored. We're getting bored. Yeah. Right. I, they need to, like, disable the DRS or something on that car. I guess it already <laughs> is because he's already in front. But they just... Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't have DRS. I don't know. Make him have a puncture halfway through. <laughs> something. Something to happen. Maybe, you know, front wing decides to fall off. Yeah, maybe some, maybe Esteban wing on the Red Bull car. Exactly. Maybe maybe we implement a mandatory bathroom break. He would still come in first <laughs> if he were to pit and go to the bathroom. He'd still come in first. I don't know how, but the magic of that man. He, he'd be like five minutes down. Yeah, and yeah, he he'd be uh, you know three laps later he'd be P one again. Yeah, he could shower and take a nap between the time that it would be him and then whoever's behind him. Yeah, eventually, I we honestly might be witnessing a Red Bull sweep, and we've never seen a team sweep the season. No, but we got close. I think it's going. We got close many decades ago with uh, that infamous Marlboro McLaren, mm-hmm. but they lost one race. We're getting very close. I honestly think that this track is the best opportunity because. Yep. You know, again, we're looking at last year's top three in their exact spots. Um, moving on from the surprise in Ferrari, I want to move to another surprise. Lando Norris. He did a fantastic job today. He did mm-hmm. get upgrades in that McLaren, and they didn't give him to Piastri. But they made a difference. P4. Like, that's the best. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that's the best we've seen a McLaren in a while now. It's been at least a year. Because um, they did okay some of the races last year, yes. but it's not. But yeah, no, this we're, is good. We're looking at Lando Norris in in P four in the McLaren, and it's just a shock to be honest because he's been struggling so much this season. Yeah, the, that McLaren just hasn't been very good. No, it's just it's looking like a, a shell of its normal self. It but but this qualifying, now we we have to see what he does in race pace. Yep, because you know one lap pace is very different from race pace. I've, on the topic of uh, surprises, I'd also like to point out Lance Stroll. Out-qualifying his teammate. Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. uh, again, we don't see it very often. And then P6, nonetheless, too. Yeah. Are we, uh, do we think Alonso's going to be able to live up to his promise a couple races ago? Realistically, what has he got to pass? He's got a pass Stroll, which, depending upon how nice he is, the team will probably let him, to yeah. be honest. I wouldn't mind seeing an Ignite. Of the former rivalry, we've seen it. We've seen flashes of it this year. Yeah, but Alonso and Lewis Hamilton—that would be—it'd be a good battle. That'd be very nice to see. But yeah, so he's got Lance Stroll, Lewis Hamilton, Lando Norris. Doesn't have to worry about signs because apparently his engine's going to blow up if we're going off last year. And Charles Leclerc, who you know likes to put himself into walls when no one's around. Yeah, so you know he has good odds. Really? This arguably is Charles Leclerc's best chance for victory. This is one of his better tracks. Mm-hmm. Yep, that is true. You know, he seems to do the best on Austria, which is funny. You have all the tracks to do it. It doesn't, like, you wouldn't be good on an Italian track. You gotta be good on the Red Bull track. <laughs> well, it's showing dominance, so, you know. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's nice to see a McLaren and Lando. 
I, I expect Lando to be up here. At he, this he, at this point in his career, I expect him to be. He, he should be. If he had a car that worked good, he should be. Yes. And then looking at the Haas too in P eight. Yes, Nico Hulkenberg has been having a very good comeback he's season. He's been yeah. doing pretty good, considering how off, how long was he off for? A year, two years, I think? Yeah, something like that. Um, a lot of people were expecting him to be trying to keep up with his teammate. Yeah. And now, mind you, again, this qualifying, um, Magnuson did have some laps deleted. Yep, as did yeah. a lot of people. Yes. But still, Nico Hulkenberg has proven that he hasn't lost it. Nope, he's still going. He just pulled it out of his back pocket. Um, a little farther down the grid, it's nice to see Alex Albon mm-hmm. in P10. Yeah, another good one by him. Right, and... Um, I'm predicting a DRS train tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Behind Albon. Yep. And uh, putting their nose right into his derriere is George Russell. Yeah, it's kind of a, a depo- you know, kind this, of a disappointing... This is the second time it's happened, no? I think so. I think well, you're correct. I, I know George Russell had a few laps deleted as well. But, I mean, we can't take that into too much account because there was 47 of them. And there's only 20 drivers. But, I mean, he was doing fairly well up until his laps got deleted. So, I mean, even whether or not they were doing well or not, I feel like even with those laps not being deleted, I feel like we'd maybe see a different order. And to be fair, that last corner, trying on the F1 game, that's brutal. If yes. You're, uh, it's the speed you carry around there. So I'm, I don't blame them for uh, tracking. I wouldn't. That one. I wouldn't be surprised if they looked at altering that corner, widening it a little bit, just mm-hmm. just a touch, an inch, because that's usually what people are going over by, an inch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Make the, the white line a little thinner. At the same yeah. time, does make it nice because. You know, that's kind of where the technical aspect of being an F1 driver comes in. You you can go fast, but can you turn? That's true. Very, very true. Right? And Max proved that he can technically drive. And apparently, Checo can't. Uh, no, Checo... I think Checo was trying to play Pac-Man. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> you know, we like when you're, you're... Sometimes when I'm driving and I'm changing lanes, you know, pretend I'm Pac-Man for a little bit and just drive in the middle so my car's eating the... White in the little white dogs? I think he was trying that. Yeah, I mean, it definitely looked like he was. Like his one lap time that got deleted, he just went too wide prepping for turn 10. Yeah. Who? I, <laughs> I don't know what was up with him. Maybe he's just under some more pressure. But I did hear, uh, I think it was an interview either this morning or yesterday with um, Horner that Checo's seat is safe. He's reinforcing that every time he gets asked about it. So either he's a great liar or maybe Checo is actually safe and DeVries, maybe not so much. Yeah, but how often do team principals actually tell you if their seat's up for... You're not wrong. Look at what happened when George came to Mercedes. I think we'll find out during Drive to Survive what's actually happening behind the scenes. Yeah, we'll see that, or even during the summer break. Yeah. Summer break is usually when... When everything comes out. When drivers start announcing their next team. Um, Yeah, but you get the behind the scenes, behind the scenes. Like, all of the dirty laundry is aired in Drive to Survive. That's very true. I did also hear that uh, Ricardo would be testing the car 
at Silverstone. Yes. And that would be a key point to whether he's ready or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so. Right below Sergio Perez, it's uh, it's a little sad to see, but Yuki Sonoda in P16. Yeah, not quite up to his... He, uh, he had a very strong start to the season, but he's, he's just been struggling. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe uh, it, it could also be the Alvatore, to be honest. Because, again, it's not a great car. No, I mean, like, look at Valtteri, two spots ahead of him in P14 in an Alfa Romeo. He did have an issue before. Right? Like, Valtteri did, at least, at the yeah, start. Yeah, he, he mm-hmm. spun out and yeah. was having problems finding neutral. Yeah, but and then be able to get P14. Right? From that, that's, that's pretty good. Joe Guang Yu in P17. Um, I, I just want to take a moment here and talk about Mr. Consistent. Nick DeVries. <laughs> it, 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 you know... It, it, and, it, and Logan Sargent. It's, uh... Well, if we if we lope we Logan Sargent into it, then we got to lope Kevin Magnuson because he also did a shocker of a uh, qualifying and not in a good way. Yeah, but I'm talking about all season. Yeah, you're not wrong there. Logan Sargent and Nick DeVries. They, we, we can count on Max Verstappen winning... As much as we can count on Logan Sargent and Nick DeVries being last. Like, if you compare them to, uh, like, Oscar, like, all rookies, but he's doing a hell of a lot better than uh, and the other two, which is sad to see. Do you know what we have right now in qualifying? Hmm. We have a Dutch sandwich. Apparently, yeah, we do. We've got a Dutch man on the top. We've got a Dutch man on the bottom. Well, come uh, summer break, we might not have a Dutch man on the bottom anymore. Nope, we might have an Australian. Exactly. No, we'll have the American. Logan Sargent. Yeah, yeah, and then they're Australian. No offense, Logan Sargent, if you're for some reason listening to this. Um, we're just three people who can barely drive on the roads now. Crap talking an F1 driver. <laughs> yeah, but it's fun, so. It is. It's lighthearted. So, you know. You know, you just, you have a bad car. Hey, I mean, if you want to put up to it, come here, meet us. We'll have a race on the sim. See who's better. Don't don't beat me up. <laughs> <laughs> and Williams, if I beat him in the sim, can I have his seat? <laughs> you know, cool. It would be to drive an F one car. Your neck would just snap, Zach. I'm sorry to say. I wouldn't go fast. Well, then you can't turn. I can. You just blurt the gas and power slide. Oh, I see. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so it's just drifting now. That that's the sort of okay. You might run out of steering wheel, but... <laughs> but yeah, no, it's uh, that's that's qualifying. Um, some nice surprises, some sad disappointments, some expected results. Yeah, and with that, should we go into our predictions for the race tomorrow and Sunday? Yes, McKenna. Do we want to start with the sprint qualifying? We can, yeah. Yeah, so who do you think is going to take pole in the sprint qualifying? Well, it's no secret that Max Verstappen is going to be number one. Um, I don't. I could see the two Ferraris actually, like it being the way it is right now for qualifying for the sprint and second qualifying. I think they are thriving on this track. However, where I see my boy Lewis Hamilton, I could see him coming in at either P4 or his typical P5, P6. Yeah. Yep. That's where he likes to be. If he is not on pole, then he is anywhere between five and six. 
Fair enough. Zach? Um, you know, it's hard to argue with Max. Yeah. I do believe Max is going to take P1. Um, P2, I'm going to go Lando. You have faith for him, eh? He's just that qualified. He, he, it looked like he had a little extra. Yep. I think he's got a little extra in that McLaren. You know, it's it's a fully upgraded car now. Mm-hmm. He's got used to it. We only had one practice session. It's very true. Um, I think I think he can put that thing in P two for the for the sprint. Okay. Um, P three. You know, I want to say Mister One Lap, Nico Hulkenberg. I want to say that, but I gotta go with Alonso. Interesting. See, I like the thought of the Lando thought process, but I think it's a bit too much of an optimistic thought. So I, I'd almost put him P3. Put him P3, keep the top two, you know, Max and Leclerc. You think Leclerc is going to stay, keep P2? Uh, yep, and I think Lando will take P3, and Carlos will probably actually take P4. See, for me, like Lando didn't do as many qualifying laps as Charles. No, he did three less laps. I think if he did one more lap and had one more opportunity, he could have stuck that car in P2. I guess we will find out. Do we want to move on to our sprint predictions? To the race winners? Hey, I said Or to the, ra- to the race... To, yeah. yeah, to who... What we think is going to happen in the sprint, because we know who's going to win. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so should we change it to what we think you know, could happen rather than positions? Let's... Who do we think is going to surprise us in, in the sprint? Because it's, it's hard. I really want to see Yuki Sonoda surprise us all and come out of, what is he, P15? Well, this right is now? for the race. We're going to have another no, qualifying no, for know. the sprint. I know. But I want to see him come up more than where he is right now. Yeah. I think that would be a nice surprise. Um, I think having, like, Alonzo is going to obviously make his way up. But I would, happy surprise, I would like, all right, hear me out. I would like to see Lance Stroll come up a little bit more. You want to see him finish? Yeah. Because we're looking at about 24, 25 laps for the sprint. Yeah. And there aren't, in the sprint, there's no mandatory pit stop. You don't have to pit. No. No. You can slap on some sauce for those 24 laps. Yeah, and see if they last. Yeah, mm-hmm. or you can slap on mediums. Yeah. So there's there's no mandatory pit. Um, so you're saying Lance Stroll as your surprise? I I do. Yeah. You know, I like to say I make bold predictions. Back here we go again. On the podium of the sprint. Yeah. Alexander Albon. You can't take my number one. Oh, that's... I think because of these DRS zones and these straights, with that Williams straight line speed, yeah. He's going to be my surprise for the sprint. Alexander Albon. He's going to have his best finish of the season. I respect it because I love Albon. (laughs) Now, the realist in me (laughs) is telling, maybe not, but but if if he plays his cards right, I could see P5. Hey, I'm, that's still his best finish of the season. 100%. That's what I'm saying. Best finish of a season in the sprint, Alexander Albon. 
See, that's, this is... That's if Lewis Hamilton's car just implodes. That's fine. Or breaks down, or he no, hits No, that's a okay. Wall. He can pass Lewis. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we'll just make Lewis's DRS not work, okay. and he'll be fine. Okay, we, we so can now, make... now we're talking about, like, our pretend imaginary world. We can make it like Max last year. My DRS isn't working. Stop hitting the button so many times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good time. But yeah, that is, that's fine. Alexander Albon with his best finish of the season. I'm, I'm thinking very optimistic here. What, Nick DeVries? I, I think someone else other than Max Verstappen will lead a lap. <laughs> wow. yeah of either the sprint or the race actually no i'm gonna go both wow. someone else will lead a lap that isn't max Verstappen in so, both the sprint and the qualifying so let me and, and the the race let, let me ask you this are you saying that as in they pass him or max pits because I, I i think I, if you're like, taking it as max pits that's a little bit of a cop-out either way i don't think it's made a difference this year uh, it no, hasn't. No, not really. So, I mean, okay, let's, let's, I'll, I'll, I'll preface this. Someone lasts five laps in front of Max. Five. Five laps okay, in front but, of Max. But you got, I don't, I don't want to come across as, as a little stupid, but, you know, once, once Max gets far enough ahead, there are people in front of him. Correct. <laughs> well, well, we're not going with that. <laughs> They're, going, they're, okay. the, they're the back markers. Someone is in P1 for five laps. Five? Like five in a row or just five? Just five. Because then that gives us a chance. Five laps over the sprint and the race. What do you think he's got in that water bottle? Now, everybody, that is a bold prediction. See, uh, this is good. Five laps. Five laps. Remember who won last year? Yeah, but that was last year. <laughs> See, you never know what's going to happen. Somehow Red Bull got faster. Yes, they did. So but who, I have faith in, you know, the 19 other drivers. So who do we think is going to be P1, P2, P3 for the actual race? Uh, Joe. Let's Max. start with P. Let's, let's, we, all, we all know that. So let's just, let's all say our P3s. Well, hold on. What if I had somebody different for P1? We'll go P3, P2, P1. Okay. So okay. let's all do our P3s. Okay, Joe. Um, hmm. I'm going to go. This is for the race, correct? Yes. Yeah. This yeah. is for the podium. So, P3. I'm going to go Landon Norris. Son of a monkey's uncle. You took my pick. Sorry, boy. All right, you're P2. Uh, Max Verstappen. Okay. Oh, come on. Now you're just getting ridiculous. And who, For, who's your P1? Leclerc. That is... What is in that water bottle, sir? Hey, I'm ready for the next races. I, I'm prepped. Let's see this happen. McKenna, who do you have P3? Uh, for P3, I actually have Fernando Alonso. The podium streak stays alive. Yes. Yeah. For P2, I have Max. And for P1, I also have Mr. Charles Leclerc. So, Zachary, where does that leave we're you? On a, we're on a good game plan here. Yeah. Have you guys not been watching the season so far? Listen, these are, in your words, his famous catchphrase, bold predictions. No, no, right, no, 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 Mr. no. Mr. Safe. No, 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 no. 
Come on. Alex Albon having the best finish of a season is a bold prediction. Your guys are just stupid decisions. All right, well, let's hear yours. Let's hear, come on, Mr. Bold Prediction. Okay, well, you took mine at P3, and I'm sticking with my guns. Lando Norris in P3. Okay. Yeah? Sure. Lewis Hamilton, P2. Dreaming. All right. And my Dutch boy in P1. I hope you're wrong tomorrow. <laughs> We're going to have a repeat of Canada's podium. Almost. I think P Alonso is going to be P four. He's just going to miss that. Okay, but how do you think Lewis Hamilton's going to come up to P two if you guess that he's not even making a P one, P two, P three in the sprint or second qualifying? You just think because he's going to fly? This is the race. So yes, he's yeah. going to drink some Red Bull. It's going to give him some wings, yeah. and he's going to make it. No, up there. because Lewis is able to get into the zone in the race. He can look slow in qualifying. He can look slow in the sprint. Well, come race time, he's making it. Yeah. Until he has a small issue and then, then argues with his engineer. Yeah. No, but about how, retiring. How, if you've watched this season at all, anytime he's in a P2 or P3 position during qualifying, that's typically where he lands during the race. Well, we'll see what happens. I think I'm going to do perfect on this. And I think I'm going to take the lead in our little podium points thing here. And you guys are just wrong because you think Max is going to lose. I'm sorry, Zach. I'm going to stay in the lead. You're going to be wrong. McClough for P1. Max P2. Lando P3. It's got to go. Well, Joe, share with me whatever's in that water bottle. And um, on that note, we are going to see you guys Monday morning for our review. Yes. Enjoy the race. Have a good night. Hey everyone, if you liked what we talked about today in our podcast and everything else we'll talk about in the future, the best way to support us is by subscribing to our podcast, both on Spotify and Apple podcast, as well as giving us a five-star review. We do have social media as well. So check us out on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram at F1 in the sun. All of the information will be linked in the descriptions of every podcast, as well as in the description of our Apple and Spotify podcasts. And we will see you next week.